Gracious Father, thank you that you inspire all your people with the ability to articulate the truth of the gospel. Thank you for your servant Nina today. We ask your anointing on her that as she opens your word to us, we would hear something new that would challenge us to love you more deeply. All this we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A magazine at the checkout aisle at Publix a few weeks got back got my attention. It was a January issue, and the headline read, Beauty Resolutions You'll Keep. I said to myself, I ain't buying it. Literally, I am not buying a magazine that is strategically placed where I will be tempted to impulsively buy it. Figuratively, I'm not buying into the notion that I can keep any New Year's resolutions that I make. Just a true confession. Think of some of the New Year's resolutions that we typically make. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get more sleep. I'm going to spend more time with my family. I'm going to exercise. And we can call our list of New Year's resolutions our gonna-dos. And then the New Year comes, and we get hit with our gotta-dos. i got to take down our Christmas decorations. i got to pay the bills from Christmas. I got to do all the things that I left undone during the busy month of December. So we have a clash between our gonna do's, which are our New Year's resolutions, and our gotta do's, which is the busyness of life. So come the middle of January, we look at our list of gonna do's, and we say, well, that didn't happen. And we get a sense of hopelessness when we can't keep our resolutions. When we make New Year's resolutions, it's sort of like we're making our own personal laws. I resolve to lose weight. I resolve to get more sleep. And when we don't follow our New Year's resolutions, it's like we're breaking our own laws, which isn't very surprising, is it? Human beings have a bad track record when it comes to obeying the laws. Just look at the Bible. God gave his chosen people the Ten Commandments. He told them to love him and keep his commandments. He said if they did so, all would go well with them. But if if they disobeyed his commandments, they would be destroyed. And over time, they turned away from God. They didn't obey him anymore. So about 500 years after God had given them the Ten Commandments, God allowed his people to be killed, or to be captured and taken away from the promised land. But eventually the Lord allowed them to come back to the promised land. But even then, when we read the books of Ezra and and Nehemiah, we see the people kneeling, fervently praying, resolving, Lord, we will love you and we will keep your commandments. They didn't do so well. 
So when we come to the end of the Old Testament, God's plan for revealing himself through to, to his chosen people, tell, showing them how to live in, a, in an orderly society, loving them, forgiving them over and over again, and giving them laws so that would prosper them, looked like a failure, looked hopeless. But not so, because we had Jesus, fully human, fully divine, who perfectly obeyed his Father, was without sin. And in our utter and complete desolation, in the worst of our sins, the worst of our worst of our sins, Christ died on the cross for us, took our sins to the cross. And when we believe and when we have faith in Jesus, we get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in us and puts a new law on our hearts, a law which is not the old law, but is in the nature of Christ himself. In our New Testament reading today, in the book of Galatians, just a little background, the Galatians were primarily Gentiles. Paul had come and evangelized to them, spread the gospel, baptized them, set up churches there, and then he went to his next destination. But there were some false believers that came in after Paul, and they started preaching a different salvation message. They said, you've got to have faith in Jesus. You've got to be circumcised, and you've got to follow all the laws. Well, Paul got wind of this, and he, he shot out that, the book of Galatians to tell them that this was a false teaching. In chapter 1, he says, Evidently, some people are trying to pervert the, go- the gospel of Christ. Let them come under God's curse. And in chapter 3, just before our reading today, Paul said, that the law was given to show people their sins, and it was designed to last only until the promised Messiah came to rescue us from our sins. So essentially, the law was temporary. And the false believers in Galatia were trying to make it mandatory for the new Christians to follow God's laws. Well, if God's laws are mandatory... Why did Christ die on the cross for us? Paul said, Jesus came to set us free from the laws. Now let's just take a pause here. There's danger in thinking that if we have faith in Jesus, we don't have to follow the Ten Commandments. They don't apply to us. And Paul warns us about that in the fifth chapter of Galatia. Galatians. He says that we are called to be free... But we can't use our freedom to indulge in sin. And then he goes on to show us what a spirit-filled Jesus follower looks like. That is, a person who has the new law written in their hearts and minds. The law which is in the nature of Christ himself through the Holy Spirit. Let's go back to our New Year's resolutions. It seems ironic that just a week after Christmas that we're going back to doing hopeless things like making New Year's resolutions. 
So instead of making New Year's resolutions, let's set out to grow closer to Jesus in 2018. There are many ways to grow closer to Jesus. Participating in Bible study here at Good Shepherd, worshiping regularly, praying, loving and serving one another. I have an additional suggestion, a powerful way to grow closer to Jesus, and that is to intentionally and constantly give thanks to God for everything. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you. Why would God have us give thanks to him in all circumstances? Well, he is our good father. He is our Abba. We are his beloved adopted children. He wants all good things for us. He made us. He knows us. And he knows that acquiring an attitude of gratitude leads to a joyful renewal of the mind. So here are just a few ideas to thank Jesus every day, perhaps at breakfast time. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving all of my sins, which are many. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who guides me and protects me and comforts me. Thank you for providing me with food, clothing, and shelter. Thank you for my church family at Good Shepherd. And on and on. I'll close with a story. A man, a faithful child of Jesus, was told that he had terminal cancer. That he didn't have long to live. He opted to have hospice care take care of him in his home, but hospice had a requirement that somebody had to be with him all the time. His wife was a school teacher, and so she was gone all day. I came over to stay with him a few days during the week. Initially, he'd say things like, I am so grateful that I can get into the bathroom myself and take a shower by myself. A month or so later, he'd say, I am so grateful that I can walk to the living room and receive communion from a lay Eucharistic visitor. A few weeks, maybe a month later, he said, even though I don't have much of an appetite, I'm, I'm very grateful that at least I can eat solid food. And his last expression of gratitude was, I'm grateful that I have God. That was my brother 25 years ago. He taught me that the antidote, the best antidote to righteousness is gratitude. Gratitude is powerful. Giving thanks to Jesus in all things melts the icicles of our hearts. Giving thanks to Jesus initiates or ignites a greater desire for him. Giving thanks to Jesus makes us aware of all the blessings and the grace that God pours down on us as though we were standing under a waterfall on a hot, hot day. In 2018, instead of focusing on changing our behavior by New Year's resolutions or otherwise, 
let us draw nearer to Jesus by giving him thanks constantly, daily, consistently.